The recent bank failure, along with wild swings in the market and rising interest rates, have many retirees and pre-retirees running for the hills. Come on back down. Today, we'll cut through the noise and calm the fears. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Welcome. Christina Ping Kepperling is the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. This is your Powerful Legacy Radio. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins reminding you Christina's book is The Retirement Train, and she's going to make sure you get a copy of that when you come in to meet with her. You don't even have to ask for it. You're going to get it, and it's a great take-home guide. Christina, I know we got a lot to get into, but hello to you. Great to be with you again. Great to be here with you always, Dave. I appreciate you so much. You should have told me last weekend it was your birthday. Uh, <laughs> you didn't tell me. Happy, you know, I do the same thing, but happy belated birthday to you. Thank you so much. It was a absolute blessing. You know, another trip around the sun is always a good thing. And <laughs> my dad has this really fun thing that he does. My dad's usually the first one to call me on my birthday, uh-huh. which I love. And he said... Tell me something that was wonderful about your year. Okay. And it's just a way to really look and, you know, just enjoy. And one of the things that was just really wonderful about this last year is I feel like more than ever, I'm connected in my faith. That's probably the best. Mm -hmm. It's been so wonderful this year. I've done a couple of studies with some friends and just really enjoyed uh, the Proverbs 31 woman. So that's been something that's been really important to me and I enjoyed it over the last year. And I feel like it just grew and grew. And I feel like anytime you have those priorities in order, life's going to go pretty good anyway. Well, that's true. And uh, that's a great uh, exercise he does every year to get you to focus on the positive from the past year. So that's really cool. Well, a happy belated birthday to you again. And talking about going around the sun, it looks like we've got another uh, year of going around the sun where we're dealing with economic challenges. Now it's the banks, the banking sector. Uh, in, in a nutshell, what's going on with that, Christina? Well, in a nutshell, this is just a really big mess. And I've had several clients that have called and they're telling me that they're worried about the banks. What do we do next? What's going on? Well, first off, you need to know what took place. So when this is going on, don't don't run for the hills. Don't jump in and go get all your money out of the bank, whatever. This is not a bankroll. That's not what we're going to do. We're not going to have a, a run. And what we need to make sure is that you're just making good, solid decisions. The banks did not have good, solid decisions in every way. If you look at Silicon Valley and you look at what went on with their investment activities, they were very heavy in venture capital. They were heavy in tech, you know, some things that were extremely high risk, but they also have long-term bonds. Folks, if you have a long-term investment, the longer the term, the more volatility you could see. Mm -hmm. And with bonds, as prices are up, rates are down. When the rates are up, the prices are down. So the rates are up right now, prices are down. When you have to call those bonds, you're not getting the price that you need. So the assets were less than the debt. It just, it, it went off kilter. So that's all that it is. And, you know, you're going to hear a lot in the media. I hate that. Give us a call, talk to a real human being. We'll sit down and talk to you about what's going on. But with your personal bank, sit down and talk with your personal banker. They'll explain to you or, you know, give us a call. We'd be more than happy to talk to you. Absolutely. And, and, and talk to you about, it. I mean, that's, that's what that partnership is about in, in your retirement is having someone to call when you do get a little worried, you know, what's happening now reminds me a little bit of 08, 09. And I remember then with the situation with the banks, it reminded me of the movie. It's a wonderful life. I was just talking to old man Potter and he's guaranteed cash payments to the bank. The bank's going to reopen next week. But George, I got my money here. Did he guarantee this place? I'll take mine now. No, but you're, you're, you're thinking of this place all wrong as if I had the money back in a safe. The, the money's not here. It's in Bill's house. It's in Jim's house. It's not here. The good thing about George <laughs> ba- George Bailey in that movie is that thanks to uh, the uh, honeymoon money he and his new bride had, it kept uh, the building uh, Bailey building and loan from failing. Uh, but it does remind me of that. Uh, we, we, now we have runs on the bank, but you don't actually have to run to the bank. That That's actually scarier because you can, you can pull your money out online. 
Yes, it is scarier. I mean, gosh, can you believe how banking has changed, Dave? I was just thinking about when I got my first savings account and going in there and sitting down at that you know, big giant clunk cherry wood desk and with the banker, I I felt so intimidated. And, you know, my little $150 was not a whole lot of money to them, but boy, it meant the world to me. It took me a while to save up for that when you're only making about, you know, $35, $40 a week. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a big deal. And I think about banking now and how I, I haven't been in one. At the bank in months. I haven't, yeah, I, I don't I, go to the stick and brick. I haven't been in a bank in, in years. I mean, it's been no, before the pandemic. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I hardly go at all. And deposits being available online, everything else, it's just completely crazy. But now we do want to make sure that we talk a little bit about the FDIC, folks. This is the the insurance on your bank accounts. And if something was to happen, of course, the FDIC FDIC insurance has limits, $250,000 per account on those deposits, Mm -hmm. per depositor, per institution. And that's by ownership category as well. So you can have different accounts in there and, you know, each account may be up. It's, it just depends. So first off, when we're talking about having your money in the bank, what are you leaving the money in the bank for? What is that portion of your portfolio? Most people have the money in the bank to pay their bills every month, right? Right. That's a pretty normal thing to <laughs> That's a pretty normal thing to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that if you're just talking about the risk of what's in there, most of us don't keep $250,000 in the bank. We're not doing that. No. I, I'm okay. Oh yeah, and it's not a good idea to do that. Because as you said, it's 250,000 uh, per depositor per institution. I want to mention Christina's number because she did say if something concerns you or maybe you're thinking in this, I need to get strategies together for me. Well, then Christina's available with a call or text to 844-823-6387. You can call it or text powerful 844-823-6387. Seven. Well, Piper Sandler Chief Strategist Michael Kantrowitz joined CNBC's Power Lunch to weigh in on what to brace for following the ordeal and the Fed's rate plan going forward. The lagged effects of all of these policy tightenings from central banks, from commercial banks, and from inflation create the conditions for problems to happen. And so I think, you know, this is one of several problems that we're going to be seeing down the road. Most of these are due to higher interest rates. Historically, problems arise, the big problems arise when job losses occur, which unfortunately is a typical byproduct of the lagged impact of, of higher rates. So, you know, our message to investors has been for quite some time now to be quite defensive and conservative uh, and that we're, we still believe we're in a bear market and investors shouldn't get too complacent on this idea that the economy is anywhere near recovering on a global basis. You know, I know he's speaking broadly to different ages, but when you're dealing with people near and in retirement, you really go with more conservative strategies anyway, don't you? Well, I think that when we're talking about getting closer to retirement, people are not comfortable with risk anyway, because you can't risk your money and be able to retire how and when you want to. Mm -hmm. That's just the way that it runs, unless you just have a lot of money. That's a whole other subject. Well, when we're talking about being conservative, you know, he's absolutely right. Everything that we're reading, I mean, we're, we are not in a recovery. We're still parked in this trough. We're just not coming out yet. So you need to be planning accordingly. I think that's a really big deal. I want to talk about just for example, something that you know is coming. This is this is kind of a sore subject. And I know that we're not even anywhere near the season. So maybe it won't feel as terrible. But Christmas every year, mm-hmm. you know that Christmas comes that last week of December, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows this. Everybody who participates in buying gifts makes the comment, you know, I need to afford it. Well, first off, you know, it's coming. You know what time it's coming. You know approximately what you're going to spend, what's your list, everything else. And you need to make adjustments accordingly if you're not able to afford exactly what you want to do. And sometimes I have people, you know, for example, on a limited income or a fixed income that will say at Christmas, they have X amount to spend and they cut their list down to bare minimum. Well, that's going to be the same with your retirement account. You have X amount to spend cutting things down. When it comes to paying your bills, paying for your medications, whatnot, sometimes you may need to cut down on frivolous spending, you know, shopping or things that are not needed, you know, extra hair, nail salons, whatever it may be. Um, You know, maybe 
multiple country club memberships for golf or something like that. And you just need to cut that down. And it's not fun to talk about cutting expenses, but it is something that sometimes it's necessary in retirement because you know it's coming. When you're in a trough and you're not going to be making a whole lot of money, you need to adjust accordingly. And that brings me to the flexibility comment. You do need to be flexible within your entire retirement strategy. Well, and you mentioned we know when Christmas is coming. Should we then get a good idea of when retirement's coming or, you know, and yes. have some sort of target date? Absolutely. I think that a lot of people do. For most people, it's going to be an age date. You know, sometimes they'll say at 60, I'm done or 62, I'm done, 65, 67, 70, whatever it may be. And I notice that a lot of times that falls in alignment with Social Security, which is kind of interesting. So we want to get the timing of Social Security right. But sometimes it is not able to be predicted. Let's say that you are 57 years old and you're planning on retiring at 65. So you've still got several years left to work. Should you be risking your overall portfolio? What if we stay in a bear market for three years like we did back in 2000, 2001, and 2002 with the dot-com bust? What if we stay in that bear for that long? Will you be able to retire at 65 at the time you want to? So that's the market risk right there, Mm -hmm. market and investment risk. Well, then let's talk about your health risk. What if at age 61 you have a massive stroke or a heart attack and you can't work anymore? What if you're not even eligible for Social Security because you're only 61? What does your retirement look like then? You must retire because you cannot work. So sometimes best laid plans end up having things that That's have true. adjusted. You have to be flexible. Absolutely. Um, a comprehensive review Christina makes available on this show and uh, opening her schedule at no cost, no obligation. Here's an opportunity to call in or text in and get scheduled. That's right, folks. And our number here, 844-823-6387. You can text the word powerful to that number and it will guide you into a program where we're going to just ask you a few questions. Folks, we're not here to gather your information, send you a bunch of emails and commercials. What we're here to do is give you information, help you make good decisions And we want to educate you. We do have several educational seminars as well. If you want to take a look on yourpowerfullegacy.com, come and visit us. Let's get you scheduled for your complimentary review. We're offering this to you. It's no cost and no obligation. This is an amazing value. Just because it's no cost doesn't mean it's not very worthy. We've got folks that are going to other firms paying upwards $1,500 for this same type of consultation. And what makes it comprehensive is, as Christina says, you're coming in to be told, informed, uh, not to be sold. Uh, you're, you're getting a glimpse of what strategies could be put in place for your retirement. 844-823-6387. 844-823-6387. You can text as well. Text keyword powerful. 844-823-6387. Do this. Don't do that. But whatever you do, plan. Retirement is all about the plan. And without one, you could face some serious regrets. Christina's targeted some of those that she helps her clients works with them to help them avoid. We are back with your Powerful Legacy Radio and Christina Ping Kefferling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. You can catch Christina on TV, ABC 36, twice Saturdays, 10 in the morning and 7 in the evening. And her firm handling insurance services, estate and legacy strategies, working with many powerful partners, safe money strategies, overall retirement strategies. Now, it's not fun to talk about regrets, but we're actually going to talk about the work that Christina does to to help you not have regrets in retirement. We're going to go through some of these and uh, regrets that some people have and Christina offering ways to not have those regrets. Like uh, a lot of people probably maybe regret not planning ahead of retirement. For For instance, in the financial red zone, getting started a little earlier. Have you run into that, Christina? Oh, yes. I run into this one all the time. And Professionals actually don't like it when this happens, but people are just not serious about planning ahead. And I I actually get people that are in and they've been retired for a couple years and they're like, you know, I I don't, I don't really know if I'm going to have enough money to make it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, 
Well, that's that's the big fear. And and I think the financial red zone is a good time to start that shift. And you can make it even, a, am sure, a, a gradual shift into retirement strategies. Speaking of the fear of running out of money in retirement, um, some people may, well, you've probably heard this. Uh, when you first meet with someone, they're probably coming to you because they didn't plan long enough. I, I knew I was going to live this long. <laughs> I planned on it. Well, I think that that's something that people have to have that conversation about in the very beginning. I mean, we do try to take a holistic approach to the overall strategy and make sure we're talking to you about everything. And on the very front page of our needs analysis, we talk about the mortality of your family and how long did your mother and father live? That's a really good indicator. And then do you have the same habitual behavior that may have been the downfall for them? Yes or no. You know, so we, 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 we do talk about all of those situations. And when you're actually sitting down with a professional and having the conversation about how long retirement should last, if you're not making sure to overshoot this one, you've got problems too. You know, I mean, there's no telling how long you could end up living. I've got a lady in Louisville that she lived to be 113 years old. I mean, she Mm. was just living an amazing long life. Now she stopped driving in her early 100s. So her family did take those keys away. They just said, you know, we're, once you're three digits old, you don't Up want to drive Up to the anymore. early 100s, though. <laughs> yes. Went to the grocery store herself, went to church on Sunday. She pretty much didn't go anywhere else. And she did go visit a younger sibling that was still alive, but the younger sibling ended up passing away ultimately. So she was the last one left. And, you know, the first time I met with her, I actually had her life insurance policy. It was pretty amazing to see that because um, it was from the 30s. And she told me that she puts a shot of bourbon in her coffee every morning and Mm. that lady smoked like a freight train. She would smoke one right after another. You're not supposed to live that long with those type of Well, No, no, you're not. I mean, did she, did she quit smoking at some point? No, she was still smoking. Wow. That was her jam. So, (laughs) you know, well, no, you're, you're exactly right. That defies the conventional wisdom, but it's, it's amazing. It's proof that we aren't living longer that it sounds normal now to say someone was in their early one (laughs) hundreds. That is crazy. Um, another regret people may have is not diversifying. Um, what, what does proper diversification look like? Well, I think when we're talking about diversification, you have to talk about what is that ultimate risk tolerance. And when you're talking about diversifying, this is something that when you're just involved in one specific sector, you know, let's just say that you had a lot of money in real estate. And then in 2008, there was a housing crisis. So you know what happened to your real estate, it went down. Well, when you diversify between stocks, bonds, mutual funds, indexes, ETFs, um, maybe some REITs, and you know, let's talk about some cash money market, those type of things, and real estate. So you've got all of the above. Chances are if one part of the economy goes down, the other one will not. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. So diversification across the board is a great idea because then you know that you're not going to have major loss. Avoiding regrets with the right retirement strategies, something Christina can talk to you about. Uh, She does open her schedule every week to offer comprehensive reviews, very comprehensive reviews at no cost, no obligation. 844-823-6387 to schedule with Christina. You can text as well. If you text POWERFUL to 844-823-6387, it links you to her website, and it's easy right there. You can just uh, indicate that you are interested in someone getting back with you and getting you scheduled to come in and talk about you. Really an enjoyable conversation you can have with Christina. Another thing people may uh, regret is retiring too early. I think I retired too early. Uh, I mean, we talked about having the target date, you know. I think you're right. And I think that some people do retire too early and it ends up being a disaster. This is a big mistake because once you retire, you start depleting your funds. What if you have to go back to work? And I think that that's a really big problem. And if you do retire too early and you're spending more than what you had on your original strategy, it's not going to happen, folks. It's just not going to take place. What about retiring too late? Have you ever heard that as a regret? I wish I hadn't waited so long. Yes. And that's for, I've got uh, a couple of cases there. And one gentleman, he retired right at 75 years old and he ended up passing away at 76. Oh. So, I mean, 
what was the use of that? He, he had been collecting Social Security since 70, obviously, because you have to start collecting at 70. But he didn't tap into his retirement because he thought he was going to have this big, long life. And ultimately, no, that's not what happened. Yeah. He had a major health event and died. So oh, not that's, even a year into retirement, retired too late. And yeah. his wife said, you know, I've been trying to tell him for 10 years to retire. We had plenty of money. I would rather have him instead of spending the money. You know, right. I hear the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that is unfortunate. And uh, unless you really love your job and just don't see yourself retiring totally, um, looking at regrets, um, I can understand this regret. If anyone overlooked inflation when they were strategizing for their retirement. Well, if you're not looking at inflation, you're missing a huge piece of that puzzle. I mean, just let me give you a little bit of quick math here. 2% inflation over 10 years is 20%. So in 10 years, your money is worth 20% less than it is today. So you're only 80 cents on $1 as today. And not adjusting for inflation, this is something that could have you completely fail in your retirement strategy. What can we do with... um healthcare expenses, because I think a lot of people may maybe regret not if they had been eligible setting up something like an HSA or an HSA. In other words, something to cover those out-of-pocket expenses, which can really mount up. Healthcare. Absolutely, they yeah. can. Oh, my goodness gracious, yes. With healthcare, I think that those expenses are going to be something that are worthy of planning for number one but two-thirds of retirees are apprehensive because they just become huge only 50 percent of retirees are somewhat or even not at all confident that they're going to be able to pay those health care expenses so i want to give you a little bit of a statistic here the average retired couple requires about $315,000 in current dollars to pay for medical expenses in retirement, excluding long-term care. Wow. So where does that come from? Of course, we're talking about your premiums for your Medicare, Medicare sub, all of those type of things, but you're going to spend 90% of your medical costs in the last 30% of your life. Mm-hmm. So we need to have an accountability for that and make sure that that's part of your overall strategy. Yeah. Part of that uh, overall um, holistic strategic planning you can do with Christina uh, debt. Uh, I, we all can probably really understand that uh, regret if someone entered retirement with too much debt. I think that debt can just be an absolute fun sucker. I mean, it's going to just, <laughs> yeah. it's like a Hoover. It's just going to pull that right up. It oh, can, gosh. It, yeah. And it could feel like sometimes if you've got bad debt that you're not getting anywhere with it. That's very, very true. So first off, let's talk about a little bit of debt here. I do see a lot of retirees that fall into retirement and they still have a mortgage just because that's the way that life is. It's very different than it was, you know, 30, 50 years ago. Sometimes that's not a bad thing because if you're only paying two or 3% on your mortgage, but you can be earning five, six, 7% in an investment, you're leaving points on the table there. So we don't want that to happen. But another thing is you want to have a healthy emergency fund. This is a big deal. That way you don't have unnecessary debt, you know, having to go to one of those uh, write a check places or go get a personal note at your bank or something because Mm -hmm. you have some things that pop up and they're an emergency. Make sure you have that emergency fund padded and let's see if we can get you out of debt completely. By the time you retire, you really should not have car payments, credit cards, student loans, all those type of things. You really should not have those. So that could end up being a really big subject. We only have a minute here, but I can't. we can't have a regret uh, segment without talking about taxes. What can we do ahead of time uh, to not regret the impact of taxes on retirement? Well, taxes are definitely something that is on everyone's mind right now, especially for those who are possibly going to be in a higher tax bracket during retirement because you may have a 401k. And folks, that money has not been taxed yet unless it's a Roth. So traditional 401k and traditional IRAs, you have not paid those taxes yet. We need to be tax harvesting, have some good strategies available, possibly some Roth conversion. So when it comes that time, you've got some tax favorable money on top of that pre-tax money. Everybody thinks taxes are going where, Dave? Up. Up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Everybody thinks they're going up. They're probably right. We've got to pay for all this debt. How many uh, openings on your schedule this week? Did we you? did open 10 slots 10 this slots. week, 10 okay. time slots, yes. Well, let's open the phones and make that available, a comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation. 
no cost and no obligation, folks. When you come in, we'd love to give you a complimentary copy also of The Retirement Train. This is a great book. And even though it says just retirement train, I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint. It's all the stages in life. Mm -hmm. Each stop is a stage in life. And I know you're going to love this book. It's so easy to read, easy to follow, easy to understand, and definitely a fun read. And it's not like any other financial book out there. This is something that you can take, and it's very comprehensive. And we want to make sure that you're getting the information that you deserve. There are a lot of changes going on minute by minute. So give us a call, 844-823-6387, or drop the word powerful in a text and we will get back to you. Let's get you an appointment scheduled to come in for your consultation or second opinion. Really can be, a, a, a and, and I mean, a, I think even a fun experience because I mean, really you are talking about what the longest vacation of your life could look like. Christina with offices in Lexington and Louisville, making it convenient for you. 844-823-6387. Text powerful. If you text just keyword powerful, that links you to the website to uh, indicate your interest in scheduling. 844-823-6387. Again, call or text 844 844- Eight two three sixty three eighty seven. If you text, just just text the word "powerful," and certainly feel free to call in as well. Every week we discuss concepts and strategies that you can use to create that retirement of your dreams. But when we come back, uh, we're going to turn the tables here. Christina is going to put me on the spot with a retirement quiz. It is your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. with your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping, Kepperling, Dave Perkins here. I love our get together uh, every week with Christina because we talk about the right strategies for retirement, but we really just have a a good conversation. The same thing that'll happen if you come in and and talk with Christina. I mean, it's, it's a relaxed, conversational, but informational, certainly educational experience that you could have. And and the great thing is you get to talk about you and your retirement. And Christina will have questions for you when you meet with her because she needs to ask questions to better learn where you are, uh, your unique financial situation, how you see your retirement. But they won't be, it won't be a pop quiz. It'll be quite, no, she has a pop quiz for me. You know, when you told me you were going to do this, Christina, I was not nervous because we've been doing this show a while and I've picked up a lot of great information. So I think I'll do okay. I think you'll do just fine. So let's get started with this very first one here. So true or false, Dave, Mm -hmm. it's too late to start planning for retirement. Well, we've talked about that here. I know that you're going to agree and tell me I'm right in saying false. That's correct. It it is never too late. No, you can always have something going on. Now, if you're already retired, it's still not too late to be getting a strategy together. What if mm-hmm. you've already retired and you just need to know exactly what to do? So never too late. Okay. All right. Well, I'm okay so far. Um, what's next? So then the 4% rule is all I need to know in retirement to make my money last. Ooh. I'm going to say, uh, I know this because I know that the even the, the person, Bill Bingen, who articulated that 4% rule at first has backtracked on it. So I'm certainly going to say, not a definitive false on that, but I think it it's it varies from person to person, doesn't it? It sure does. And one of the main things that we do want to talk about is does it keep pace with inflation? Right now with inflation being high, the 4% rule is not going to get you where you need to be. So let's say you have a million dollars in your retirement plan. That's only $40,000 a year. If that money has not had taxes paid on it yet, you've got taxation coming out there. Is that going to be enough to live on? Right. No, it wouldn't be. Okay. Uh, so you, you count that as the correct answer. Good Fine. job, Dave. Thank you. Fire away. So long-term historical average returns will guide me to grow my retirement savings. Long-term historical average returns will guide me to grow. All right. That's tough because I know you can look back at history, but I also know that, you know, situations like right now with the banking sector compared to what we went through in 08, 09 is similar, but not exactly the same. But I will say true on that, that you, I'll say true because maybe you look at historical average returns. Well, there is a a little hypothesis here. It's called the efficient market hypothesis and EMH. And it does say that you can just look back at history and that will help reveal to you 
guiding for the future, basically. Mm-hmm. That's so not true. There's oh. no way. History does repeat itself quite a bit, but that's not okay. something to really take a look at. I mean, because the timing is not even. That's number one. That's true. And second, the peaks and valleys are not the same. So even if you look back at history, it's never the same anyway. Are you just too polite and nice to tell me that I got that wrong? Was no, that your nice you did way? Good. I got no, that you wrong. Did good. I think it's I think it's both ways. And I think that a lot of people have uh, misconceptions that they think they can look backward. Yes, it is important to look backward. I agree with you, Dave. Look back, but that's not the only way it's not going to be exactly the same i mean certainly that that makes sense okay all right what's next so the next one once i'm in retirement i'll be in a lower tax bracket again that's one of those that i don't want to say false because some people could be but i'm going to say not necessarily well, if you're with a good professional, that's the goal. We want to get you in a lower tax bracket. We want you to be paying less in taxes, uh-huh. which is probably going to involve some Roth built in there or uh, tax code 7702. So we want to make sure that we've got you in a tax favorable or tax harvesting situation, but not necessarily. Just because you're retired doesn't mean you're going to be in a lower bracket. For some people, it could actually even be higher. It absolutely could be. And I guess you could say maybe that's a good problem to have. Is it? That's not a. That could be a good problem, but I mean, I don't want to pay more in taxes. Well, no, no. I'm thinking it's a good problem to have if 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 your income is there, but not if not a good problem to have if you didn't take advantage of some good proactive strategies. That's something you know. We talk about a comprehensive review with Christina. That's just part of it. Looking ahead and the strategies that are protective strategies, as well as looking at income building strategies. 844 823 6387 to schedule with Christina. Call or text. Either way, keyword powerful if you text 844 823 6387. Okay, I'm ready for more. All right. So this one is kind of interesting here. Retirement marks the end of my professional career. Well, yes and no. I mean, I'm going to have to go not necessarily. Some people either stay on in a phased retirement or maybe they retire and maybe get a little restless and start their own business or a side hustle or something like that. Things are changing moment by moment. So I'm actually going to call that one false. I mean, so you're mostly correct there. Okay. But more than seven in 10 pre-retirees indicate they intend to continue working after they retire. Retirees not working will become less common in the near future. Mm. My father-in-law is a a great example of this. So he's in his late 70s. He has to have something to work on or he's going to drive my mother-in-law crazy. That's just the way that that is. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, Well, that, yeah. And again, that goes in many ways back to longevity. All right. Doing pretty good here. What's next? Social Security won't be there for me. That's a common fear, and especially among younger people. And I can't, I, I, I don't know how to predict my people, my daughter or your son's ages. But I know uh, for those who are in the financial red zone or even in their 40s, and I, I think that Congress will do what they have to do to shore it up, to, to keep that trust fund going. Um, it's not looking good, but I think they'll do what they have to do. It, it, and Social Security may look different. But I don't think I it'll think go it, away. You, you're right on there. Um, we know that there are a lot of changes going on right now. And if they don't do something about it, there are going to be some problems. And they're talking about reducing part of the benefit, whatever else. But also, they've got to change these mortality tables because people are living longer. Remember that since 1935, the full retirement age was 65 for the longest time. I mean, Mm -hmm. we just altered that a handful of years ago to 66 to 67, depending on the year that you were born. I look for them to make a change there as well. I I think that they're going to uh, pop it in something like after 1960 for every year over 1960, it's going to add an extra month over that FRA of 67. That sounds right. You know, something similar to that. And by the time our my daughter and your sons reach the age, what will it be, 80? I mean, it very well could be, yeah. or 75 be. I mean, or something like that. They're supposed to live longer, so it could be. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's next? So first, here, this is an enti- entirely different subject, but mm-hmm. let's jump right on it. Okay. Once I retire, I won't need to save money anymore. 
I'm I'm going to say that's false. You should. You are say. correct. Mm-hmm. You should be saving. That's it. You should be saving, no matter what. Every stage of your life, save money, please. Okay. Um, doing pretty good. What's next? You got more? Yes. Social security benefits are taxable. I know that's true. <laughs> that is true. But you know, that's a so, surprise for many, isn't it? I hear so many people that think that they don't pay any taxes on social security, but up to 85% of your social security could be taxable. And that's a really big deal. For those of you that are married filing joint $44,000 and above in earned income, they're going to tax your social security up to 85%. It's 36,000 if you're single. Mm -hmm. So that's a really big deal. We want to make sure that we are reducing that tax burden. Again, some Roth conversions could be appropriate for that. And and, and I can't remember the number, but some States also can tax it, don't they? They can. Yes. I mean, that's definitely a variable state by state, but this is becoming a really big deal. Again, taxes are only going to increase. We've got a lot of debt, so they've got to do something to get that taken care of. It's 11 states, um, actually, that Colorado, Connecticut, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Utah, and Vermont. Not Kentucky. Not <laughs> Kentucky. Right. No, we're good there. Well, we got time for in a lot of other states, and some of them do have taxation. Um you know, I, I definitely think that if you're not considering an increase in taxes on Social Security or you're not expecting that, you better be paying attention. Kentucky had a decrease in their income tax from 5% down to 45 mm-hmm. I don't know why they did that. We need more revenue than ever. I don't know. Sometimes it's a... I, I, I don't know. I never know whether it's a political move or a lot of what the motives are. It's like when we were talking about Secure Act 2.0. Um, we didn't, a lot of it looked good. We just didn't exactly know what the motives were there. But uh, but it looked pretty good. Some things, not all. Yeah, they're, they're trying things. to just create more ways to save money. So I yeah. don't think that's ever a bad idea. Well, I think I'm a pretty good student, Christine. I did pretty good on your quiz. Uh, I enjoyed it. Very well. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Dave. You do, you do pay attention. And I do. The way that you advo- advocate for so many people out here, Dave, you're just so much appreciated. I know people have a lot of questions. There are so many more that we could jump into. And I know that with your questions out there, you need to find someone that's going to give you good factual answers. How are you doing? I'm right here. There you and go. that's something that I feel like is extremely valuable because I feel like sometimes people don't want to give you good, solid answers. They want to give you what they think you want to hear. Let's give you some good, solid answers. Let's get this kicked in the teeth and make sure you've got everything you need. Well, I know Christina well enough to know that you're going to get the solid answers. You're going to get get the real deal uh and it and, and she says you're, you're coming in to be told and not sold this is not a selling experience it could lead to a retirement partnership with christina but that's the no cost no obligation part 10 opportunities this week and we'll open the phones right now uh, for just that thing That's right, folks. And when you do give us a call, that 844-823-6387. Remember, again, you can text the word powerful to that number. Give us a call. Drop us a text. Let's get you scheduled for your no-cost, no-obligation consultation. And remember, for some of you, this is going to be a second opinion, and that's okay. We cannot wait to hear from you. Please, again, give us a call. Drop us a text, 844-823-6387. We have staff waiting to take your call and get you scheduled. What a great thing you can do. Come in and talk about uh, what your retirement could look like. And that applies to those who may be near retirement and kind of feeling like, you know, I do need to start shifting into retirement mode here, thinking about that. Or maybe you're retired, but you're not totally confident in whatever strategies that you had put together. Well, come in, take advantage of a no cost, no obligation opportunity like this with Christina, 844-823-6387. You can call to schedule. You can text keyword powerful to schedule. That links you to the website. You just indicate your interest in uh, scheduling with her. They'll definitely get with you and make it happen. 844-823-6387. Coming up, something we do every week. Christina answering listener questions. Q&A on the way with Christina Ping Kepperly. It's Q&A time with Christina Ping Kemperling. Christina is the CEO of the firm Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. And as busy as Christina is, she does uh, open her schedule 
every week on this show. Uh, for one thing, an appreciation for you listening to if you feel like you need to come in and, and talk about or get a second opinion on your strategies for your retirement. She makes that available at no cost, no obligation, and is ready to answer your questions. And we have questions here, uh, from starting out with one from Berea. I am planning to retire at 62. Now, I have 250000 in savings. I have a paid-off riddle house with a $1,400 a month rent income. My house that I live in is paid off, too. That sounds like you, Christina. We were having that conversation earlier. I'm not sure what to do with my savings. How might a uh, financial professional help me? What do you recommend? So planning to retire at 62, we're going to have to talk about Social Security and how much is that going to be because we've got to have some guaranteed income there that you know is going to pay the bills. Even though you have a rental house that's bringing in some income, you're probably going to need more than that 1400 a month. Out of that rental house income, from the the uh, scale of obviously what you need to take care of that rental property itself, you've got to have taxes, insurance, and maintenance available on there. What if there's a turnover on that property? So you've got to pull some of that income off of there. So it won't be actually $1,400 a month. Now on the $250,000 in savings, is that savings before tax or after tax? So we'll want to talk about that as well. I do need a little bit more information, but it sounds to me like you're on the right track. You're starting to gather that information together, make sure you can afford your lifestyle. So come and see us. Let's get it all put together. I mean, that that is a really great example of someone who could benefit from meeting with you. Uh, 844-823-6387. For Christina, 844-823-6387. Louisville, I was let go from my job recently and only have two weeks until my final 60 days are up. The 401k provider that my company uh, went through is saying that I can leave my funds there and I'll only start getting penalized beginning June 1st of this year. I am clueless when it comes to IRA funds and don't really want to cash out my 401k. I'd greatly appreciate any any assistance here, any information. Well, first off, we don't want to have any type of a penalty. That's a big deal. So we want to make sure and address all of this before you'll have a penalty. I know you're probably clueless on IRA, so let me let me jump to IRA for just a moment by what you're saying here. IRA is an individual retirement account. So going from a 401k, which is a group with your employer, to an IRA is just simply going from group to individual. That's all you're doing. With the IRA, you're probably going to pay less in fees and you'll have more options available. And also, this is a decumulation or a spending vehicle. A lot of times those 401ks, that's not a spending vehicle, that's a savings vehicle. So let's get you in here, talk about that. Most of my retirees pull out of their 401ks, 403bs, 457s, those accounts go into an IRA because that's exactly what we're doing. We're putting you in a position to spend your savings in retirement. Midway. I found a bank that has a 5% CD rate for an 18 month CD. I was debating whether I should throw some of my savings into this. Well, first off, the rates are phenomenal right now. 5% on a CD. That's not too shabby. It's 18 months. Mm -hmm. If you can afford to tie up, Whatever you're wanting to put in there for 18 months, that's good. Go for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. Okay. I think that that could be just one piece of your entire retirement puzzle or one piece of your portfolio. So don't put it all in there. I think that's silly. Right. I've got a lady that came in to see me. She had $8 million in CDs. Oh, she loves CDs. What? She said, they're the only way that I can keep my money safe. And I'm going, uh, no. Oh, my CDs goodness. At the jumbo. So she had jumbo CDs. They don't function the same as regular CDs. So she was very misinformed. Eight million. I hope you got busy on working with her on that. Did she? <laughs> We're still working on it. It's okay. been several months. We're still working on it. Woo. Well, see, that's that's the the great part of the second opinion of meeting with you, the value of that. 844-823-6387. That's how you schedule with Christina. You can text as well. Powerful. Same number. 844-823-6387. Somerset. Should I be contributing to my traditional 401k or my Roth 401k? My employer offers both, and I currently contribute 4% to the Roth, and I'm contributing 3% to the traditional 401k. Should I go full Roth? 
Now, I currently make uh, 135000 a year, and I do anticipate that going up yearly. So first off, there are a couple of differences between regular 401k, traditional 401k, and Roth. So one of the main things is going to be the tax advantage. Remember that that lowers your adjusted gross income when you contribute to your regular 401k because you get that tax break. Roth 401k is after tax money, so you're not getting that tax break, but it grows tax-free for the future and all the distributions are tax-free. So that's a huge advantage. Now, as far as the contribution and then what your employer is going to be matching on there. Remember the Secure 2.0 Act allows your employers to match on Roth. So that's a really good advantage. And I think that having a mix on there is always a good thing. So if you're making 135000 a year, I don't think you're going to go over too much on that limit to be able to put more money in Roth. And actually, if you're making 135000 a year, we should talk about your living expenses. And I think you should actually be putting more into your 401k than just what you're doing right now. Lexington, if you apply for Social Security three months before you're eligible, as I've been advised to do, they're saying, and you decide not to collect it, how hard is it to back out? Have you heard that? Or do you have to? They, or did they get good advice there three months before? Yes. I mean, they do say that you should apply okay. a few months before you expect to okay. receive your check. and. If you decide not to collect it, it's not a huge deal to get that canceled. But, you know, we're talking about dealing with the government here, so it's not right. easy either. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> so I do true. have a lady. She decided um, she was advised to collect her Social Security at 62. We brought her back in. I mean, that's all she's going to have, and she's still working, and she's going to go over that excess earnings limit. So I had her back it out back in October. Mm-hmm. It took a couple months to get it backed out, but she was going to be earning more than that excess earnings limit. So it was actually going to ding her social security. Once you file for your social security, you lock that in. So why would we do that? Why would we lock you into a lower rate when you're still working and earning money and it was going to actually penalize you? So we don't want to do that. You know, in your book, you mentioned earlier, your book, The Retirement Train, covers all the stages of your life. And uh, we were talking about the 40s. I mentioned to you earlier during the break that the 40s, that was my favorite decade. Um, And you had asked me um, like what I maybe would have done differently, or we got into a conversation about any regrets from that decade. What stop, because your chapters in your book are really train stops. So what stop in your book I was scanning, would it be stop four climbing career mountains or would it be stop... Okay, that's that's the one that will cover like that particular stage of your life. Then. I mean, it could be four and five. I mean, it's going to be both. Mm-hmm. Some of those things merge over. It just depends. We're not always in that exact stage of life during that age either, Dave. I mean, it's like you and I were talking about when you were 41 years old, you had a major life event mm-hmm. that uh, you called Cassie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. A child. Yes. Uh, it was a little so late starting. So when you're talking about <laughs> a lot of people have their children in their 20s and 30s yeah yeah. so now i'm seeing more people that are having them in their 40s but you may not be at the same stage as other people in your 40s i wasn't ready in my 20s for it (laughs) at all (laughs) uh yeah but you're right i mean you're, you're exactly right some people do start earlier and 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 probably probably are at a, a higher maturity level than I was in my 40s because that's when it finally kicked into me. Oh, I have a human being I'm responsible for here, and so that does make a big difference. I think when you're talking about those major life changes, you know, marriage, children, buying homes changing careers, obviously death, divorce, those type of things as well. It's time to meet with a professional and just kind of hit the reset button. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really big deal. Well, let's, uh, here's the final opportunity. You open your schedule for, for 10 opportunities to schedule at no cost, no obligation, a comprehensive review, at which time you will get a copy of Christina's book, The Retirement Train. And Christina, this is a very relaxed, conversational, but quite comprehensive review that you offer. Yes, we do take that holistic approach to make sure that we're gathering all the information that's needed to take care of you. This review does not take a terribly long amount of time. I do get some people that maybe it's going to be 45 minutes to an hour, but most of the time I can gather what's needed in 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and be able to at least let you know, are you on track, yes or no, for retirement? That's going to be the first thing that we're going to answer. So please don't hesitate. Give us a call. Let's get you set up today.
The number to call or text is 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. If you text, just text keyword POWERFUL, 844-823-6387. A little bit of time left here. I got a quiz for you, Christina, on what to refrigerate and what to not refrigerate. And for many, it's a personal choice. There was a survey done on this recently. Ketchup. Um. We keep ours in the refrigerator. I do, too. I do, too. But a lot of people say you don't need to. Um, Pickles. (laughs) (laughs) I like them cold and crispy, so I keep them in the refrigerator after they're opened. I keep them in the pantry before they're open in the refrigerator after. I do the same thing. Some people, uh, it was a survey I was reading where some people say you don't need to. Maybe you don't need to because they are pickled. But I'm like you. I like them cold better. Um, Bread. We don't keep our bread in the refrigerator. We keep it in a bread box in the pantry just to keep, you know, airtight, keep yeah. it fresh. Well, you know, I used to, for I went through a spell where I put it in the refrigerator to keep it fresh. And now I'm a little concerned about this, but I don't bother with it anymore because for, bread these days never gets that mold on it, it seems like. And I, I, I hold on to it forever with that. And that kind of concerns me a little bit on why it doesn't. But for mm-hmm. some reason, have you noticed that? What are they I doing to bread? That. What in the uh, world? I think it's more preservatives. <laughs> you know, in this survey I was reading, there was a very small percentage of people who said you should refrigerate peanut butter. I've never even thought of doing that. I've never refrigerated my peanut butter. Do you refrigerate tomatoes? We do not. I don't think you have to on that. Tomatoes. I actually let them ripen on the counter. We Tomato is a fruit, so I let my fruit Mm-hmm. On in the fruit basket. Yeah, my mom always had them on the windowsill. Like avocados or yeah, you know our oranges, apples, whatever it may be, bananas. We keep them out in the house, no refrigeration. Yeah. Well, uh, that was Christina's pop quiz for the day. Eight four four eight. I've got one for you. Okay, quick. Uh, we got a, a, about twenty seconds. Yeah. Eggs. Uh, yeah, I do refrigerate eggs. Do you? I do not. Nope. I've heard you don't have to. I do. That's I was raised on a farm and we've never refrigerated our eggs. So yeah, that's just where that comes from. If they're not being fertilized, you don't have to refrigerate. No, I think you're right. I I mean, I know you're right. I don't know why. I guess it's just an OCD quality of mine, but I still do refrigerate them. Well, for Christina, 844-823-6387 or text powerful 844-823-6387. We do have fun here on the show, just like that consultation you can schedule and hope you're with us next week. We're back with your powerful legacy radio. advisory services offered through powerful legacy insurance and financial services christina ping and her guests provide general information not individually targeted personalized advice and are not liable for the usage of information discussed exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles this information should also not be considered tax or legal advice individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax legal accounting or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation past performance is not a guarantee of future results Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.